When you don't go to Geico.com, car insurance can be hard. Like early 90s heavy metal hard. I'm yelling and screaming and I'm loud. Roar. Geico makes it easy. You can review and update your policy or report a claim on Geico.com or the Geico mobile app. Because shouldn't we all have a little less stress in our lives? I'm not even upset about anything. Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to another edition. I'm Janice, and my co-host is Chris Bailey. He specializes in computer architecture, patent examination. He also delivers compelling marketing expertise for small and medium-sized companies. Chris specializes in relationship and information marketing that allows you to gain um, client mindshare and deepen loyalty. Stop selling on a price is his his mantra, and his website that's about to be launched is called Yard Genius Network. Welcome, Chris. Thank you so much, Denise. It's good to be here tonight. And it's my sheer delight to be on this call, and we have our esteemed guest, Mr. Glendon Buckner from the Jamaica Tourist Board. Mr. Buckner serves as a senior district manager for the Midwest USA for the Jamaica Tourist Board. He brings a wealth of experience to the marketplace. He's been doing this thing for 28 years in North America. Here he plans and conducts numerous travel agent and tour operation seminars and workshops through the Midwest and even into the Northeast regions of the United States. He also organizes consumer and trade promotions in the U.S. He works very closely with Jamaica organizations in an effort to maintain cultural ties and keep them updated on matters relating to tourism, infrastructure development, and improvements. Glendon? Thank you for joining us this evening and agreeing to share with us your wealth of experience. Our hope is that the audience will be more informed as to how we can support the lifeblood of our island country, Jamaica. So let us begin. And Glendon, if you could just remind us how important is the tourism industry to our dear country of Jamaica. Well, tourism, hi everybody, um, good evening. Um, and thanks, Chris, for having me on. I appreciate it very, very much. It's my pleasure to to enlighten uh, your audience on what's going on in Jamaica. Um, tourism, of course, is our number one industry. It provides employment for a vast to a vast number of our people. It's the largest foreign exchange earner. We earn somewhere in the, in the region of about two billion U.S. dollars per year, give or take a million here or there. And, um, you know, one in four Jamaicans earns uh, his or her livelihood uh, in tourism, whether directly or indirectly. And this could be people directly involved uh, in the hotels. It could also mean people who are providers uh, in terms of farmers and uh, agricultural products to the hotels, tomatoes, bananas, and whatever. Take your pick. So yes, it's it's very vital. It's a very vital sector, and um, the government of Jamaica spends an enormous amount of money, um, you know, trying to attract um, even more of the tourist dollar coming into the country. So that is it in a nutshell. Um, 
needless to say, this is something that we're very happy about um, because, you know, we, we're still a relatively poor country, but um, we're seeing a lot of movement. Um, people are moving more into the middle class, you know, more and more cars on the road, which is good or bad, depending on your point of view. Um, so more and more people are moving into the middle class, and tourism is a big part of that. Tourism is a contributing factor. Okay. So how long has the Jamaican Tourist Board been in existence? Well, the Jamaican Tourist Board uh, was established in 1955, and it's entirely funded by the government of Jamaica. Uh, it started out as a relatively small outfit, and uh, back then, you know, the, the we were based, of course, in New York, and then eventually, over a period of time, we branched off into other markets. But um, we're funded by the Jamaican taxpayer. I mean, my salary is paid by the Jamaican taxpayer. The advertising you see on television, that's paid by the Jamaican taxpayer. So, you know, we are 100% funded by the government of Jamaica. Okay, so so there's a, sure there's coordination between yourself and, and those people that are in the in the Jamaica tourist service providers, and what what kind of coordination takes place between you and their and the service providers? Well, by service providers, I'm going to assume that you mean people like, like hotels and in conference rooms and and the, and the folks that that have that provide the services for the for the tourists. In, you mean in Jamaica or here in, in the in U.S.? Jamaica. Oh, in Jamaica. Well, there's quite a bit of coordination. You know, we obviously we have to make sure that um, the hotels are in tip-top shape. We don't want people to go to a hotel that's not licensed, for example. Um, we want to make sure that our attractions are safe. If people are going to visit an attraction. We want to make sure that there are certain safety measures put in place so, you know, people don't hurt themselves. So there's a lot of coordination on that side. And, of course, we have... Uh, a, a, the, the Jamaica Tourism Tourist Product Development um, Corporation company that is responsible for the to, well to ensure that um, you know the, the the people are safe and hotels are licensed and so forth. So um, yeah, it's called TB uh, DCO Tourism Product Development Company. It's the company I'm searching for. And that, and that company, company works along with the Jamaica Tourist Board, or is it separate company? It's a separate um, company, also funded by the government of Jamaica. But um, we deal with the marketing aspect of it. They deal with the, you know, the the, the product, the quote unquote product. So we want to make sure that, as I said, the hotels are safe, um, they meet proper um, health requirements, um, and so forth. So this this comes you both to report into the I guess the Ministry of Tourism. That's where it comes together. Yes, the as as organization. Yeah, the Ministry of Tourism has overall responsibility for the Jamaica Tourist Board. I mean, we have our own structure in turn uh, within the Tourist Board, headed by our Director of Tourism, who reports uh, to the minister, the Director General, who reports to the minister. So it's. Um, you know, it's structured that way. So, you know, there are checks and balances along the way. Um, so that's essentially how it is. Our director of tourism 
is based in Kingston, which is where the Jamaica Tourist Board is headquartered. And um, we report, I report to a deputy director who is in Miami, and then my deputy director reports to our director. And the other managers report to um, our deputy director as well, our district managers in, here in the U.S. and elsewhere. We have offices all over the world, as I'm sure you know. Um, right. I guess North America is, is the biggest market that you serve? or Yes, it's our number one market for obvious reasons, proximity to the U.S., biggest market. And we get most of our visitors coming from here. I would say easily 75% of, of our visitors come from North America, um, mainly the U.S., but, of course, from Canada and to a much lesser extent uh, Mexico. But... Um, Mainly, it's the U.S. and Canada. But as I said earlier, we have offices throughout the world. We have represent representatives in places like um, Tokyo, Amsterdam, Barcelona, in Dusseldorf in Germany, London, um, and Toronto. Okay. I know our main office or regional office or, um, or head office in the U.S. is in Miami. Okay, I know when we look at at where wealth is being created in the world these days, there are two new centers um, being in Asia between China and India, and then there's still oil wealth from the Middle East. Um, what are we doing to attract the, these um, people to our fair country? Well, funny you should mention that, but because we've been going to those two countries specifically, India and China, at the ministerial level. The problem, of course, is getting decent air service from those areas. So, you know, we're, as I said, we are, we have made representations, representation to, 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 to those countries. And it's just a matter now of putting the available air service in place to make it easy to travel to Jamaica. But, um, you know, it's not just there, but we're trying to develop other markets as well in South America and, you know, Europe, additional more additional areas of, of the European continent. So we're doing all we can to attract as many visitors to Jamaica as we can. Okay. Jamaica certainly is a, a world leader in tourism. What are some of the distinguishing features that we have that make us world leader? Well, one good reason, of course, is our people. You know, Jamaica, Jamaicans are very talented. Um, it also, you know, great history and culture. Um, uh, reggae music, of course, is is well is renowned. Renowned. Um, we have, of course, it's great proximity, of course, to the largest market. So, you know, we have all of these things coming together. As I said earlier, friendly people, um, athletes. Um, Jamaica made a big splash at the Olympics, as I'm sure you know, which, you know, gave us a lot of publicity. So we're very excited about things like that. Um, we also have, you know, um, think great, fabulous hotels. A lot of the Spanish hotel chains are now coming into Jamaica, which we're very happy about, which means that our product is being diversified. Um, 
we have wonderful events uh, such as Reggae Sumfest and the, the Reggae Marathon and other events, different golfing events and tournaments. So, you know, we have just so much to be thankful for, um, so much to offer our visitors and also to our returning Jamaicans. So I'm, I'm sure the other islands are not standing still and they're trying to compete for that same dollars. Um, what are some of the stuff they're doing that's to compete with Jamaica? And are we, we, we're making sure that we maintain our leadership? Well, what we have going for us, as I said earlier, is proximity to the largest market, which means it takes less time to get to Jamaica than it does to other areas. I mean, the Eastern Caribbean, it takes you an entire day going and coming. So we are way ahead in that respect. I mean, it takes... For, for example, from Chicago, three and a half hours to get to uh, Montego Bay from Chicago. So, you know, three and a half hours in the middle of the winter, you can be in the sun. Okay. Other destinations, you can still be in the sun, but you're not going to get there until six, seven, maybe eight o'clock at night. And so you pretty much have to set aside two days going and if coming. If you should say go to Barbados or Trinidad, you'd have, uh, we have a more convenient way of, of getting folks yeah, especially from the Midwest, because inevitably you're going to have to make a connection to get to those areas, to, to those countries. Um, whereas in our case, we have several nonstop flights from Chicago, for example, and also from the East Coast, and even from the West Coast, we have a nonstop flight on Air Jamaica from Los Angeles. Uh, not to mention the South, you know, places like um, you know Atlanta and so forth. Charlotte, um, Philadelphia, all of these areas um, we have nonstop service from. So, and again, these are these flights, with the exception of the flight from LA, taking more than no more than three and a half, maximum four hours, and you're in Jamaica. Whereas the other destinations in the Eastern Caribbean, you know, it takes you forever to get there. So, okay. in that respect, we're ahead of the game. Again, North Americans like the convenience that we can deliver. Right, and it's a non-stop uh, flight. You don't have to make a connection. The other destinations, you have to make connections. Right. You know, either in Miami or Puerto Rico or somewhere. Uh, you might have one or two non-stop flights from the East Coast, but um, from this area, unless there's a specific charter going to Barbados or those areas, or St. Lucia, um, you, you have to make a connection. Okay. I know with any industry, there's always challenges. What are some of the challenges that uh, were faced in the tourism industry in Jamaica? Well, the number one challenge, of course, for us is the fact that the U.S. economy is struggling right now. So people, you know, might want to, might be considering deferring their vacation. We hope not, of course. But um, that's, a, that's definitely a, a reason to be concerned. Um, People, instead of wanting to go for a week, they might say, well, let's get away for three or four nights. So that obviously will impact our ability to to, to raise enough money um, from, from, from tourism. So those are some of the challenges. Environmental um, issues are also a challenge. You know, more and more people are coming into the country, so we are always cognizant of the the environmental impact that we'll have. Um, 
so those are two main challenges pollution of course you know with more cars and more people being able to afford cars so you know we're trying to keep keep it pristine jamaica is pristine you know you've done also a good job in in um in keeping the crime from affecting adversely this industry how's that are you doing in that front to to make sure that um you protect um tourism from um from well the tourist areas are as you know very very safe you know you know they we haven't had any major issues with crime in the tourist areas uh kingston capital city uh relatively safe. I mean, there are one or two areas, western Kingston and, and, and one or two other areas where you have some criminal activity, but generally speaking, Kingston is a very safe city. You know, I'm from Kingston, so I can speak uh, with confidence about Kingston. I'm not saying, you know, but it doesn't matter where you where you go on the planet. You're going to have issues with crime. You have to be careful and know exactly where you are at all times and know what you're doing. So we ask our visitors, and even Jamaicans who are coming in, either to, you know, to come back to to live or to visit, to be cognizant. Quite often, people think they're in paradise, and they are. It's just that they just let their guard down. They take chances that they wouldn't take care at home. So we just ask people to um, take that into account. But um, the tourist areas, especially so, are very very safe. And I'm not just saying that because I work. Um, uh, in, in tourism, but uh, it is a fact. You know, you very seldom do you hear about any issues relating to um, criminal activity against uh, visitors. And don't forget, we get almost um, two million people going into Jamaica every year. So it's a significant amount of people, foreigners, coming into our country, and we've been able to keep them safe for the most part. You know. Again, you will have the odd incident, but generally speaking, things like hardcore stuff like murders and so forth, very seldom you hear about anything like that. How would the average mom-and-pop Jamaican, in their own sphere, influence Jamaica's tourism positively? By speaking positively about uh, Jamaica, quite often we have our own Jamaicans bad-mouthing our country. Um, Sometimes it's not justifiably... So, um, you know, so we wish that um, they'd adopt a more positive attitude towards Jamaica. We have so much to offer to our returning Jamaicans and, and of course, to our visitors, of course. Uh, you know, when you see that, you know, there's a lot of foreign investment coming into the country, that tells you something. That's a lot of faith in, in the country. What we're doing, a lot of the Spanish hotel chains are now coming in, providing employment to our people, you know, providing jobs, you know, um, investing in the country. And so when you see foreigners doing that, you have to say to yourself, we as Jamaicans should be doing the very same thing because there are all kinds of great opportunities in Jamaica now for investment. So we urge the listening, your listening audience to, you know, take a fresh look at Jamaica. Uh, we have government entities to help them to, you know, set up businesses and so forth. Are so, there any particularly you'd like to mention or websites that you'd, you'd recommend for folks to go to to get some of these resources? Yeah, JamPro, you know, the Jamaica Promotions, you know, they that's what they do. You know, it's, it's another government agency, and they're there to assist, 
you know, all comers, you know, setting up businesses. They'll find they'll find partners for them. You know, they'll identify land and so forth. So, you know, there are all kinds of possibilities in tourism, in agriculture, in mining, and you know, you name it, light manufacturing, all kinds of great um, possibilities um, for investment and for you to make money. And I, just, I got a call from a friend of mine who has lived here for many years, and she's, she's telling me that she's looking about going back uh, to Jamaica to invest because she thinks that there are more opportunities in Jamaica at this moment, given the current situation here in the U.S. She's thinking about going back because she thinks, you know, that there are opportunities and for uh, opportunities for her to make some money. So, you know, we're seeing things like that happen. You know, people are going back home to to retire. You know, you know, in, in many ways, it's a lot cheaper to to live in Jamaica than even here. In many ways, because if you're earning American dollars, see, as a pensioner, you can live quite comfortably in Jamaica. So you don't have to heat your home, or <laughs> like you have to here in the winter. Have to do what? I'm sorry. You don't have to have heating um, costs. Indeed, indeed. You know, and um, you don't have to worry about heat, or you know, of course, you always have the nice tropical breezes, the trade winds blowing in. Even in the middle of the summer, it's, the air temperature isn't going to exceed 88 degrees. Nice cool breeze coming off the Caribbean Sea. And so, also, the solar industry is really uh, with solar paneling and things yeah. of that nature. That's definitely yeah. a, um, it's something called a green economy that's yeah. um, definitely taking off in the U.S. And right. I'm certain that Jamaica can have a um, foundation simply because it's sunny all the time. Yeah, and this is what Senator Obama has been talking about. And, you know, the, again, there are opportunities here. And we've started down that road where we have many houses and businesses have solar panels, you know, to, to heat the water and so forth. And, um, you know, so we've started down that path. I mean, there are, all, again, all kinds of opportunities, you know, um, you know, good. Any any other thing within the tourism industry you think um, we should be aware of in closing? Well, um, we are putting in some wonderful attractions. Indeed, we just opened a brand new attraction in the Ocherus area called uh, Mystic Mountain, which is, you know, from all accounts, up to first world standards. You take you on a, a lift all the way up to the top of the Mount the Hill maybe a thousand feet up with a wonderful panoramic view and you go up there and you can ride a motorized bobsled or you can do a zip line and that's a that's a great new attraction and it costs the, the, the developers um, several million dollars to put that up but again this is it comes back to what I was saying earlier people are investing in Jamaica in many cases foreigners so we as Jamaicans should be looking to invest in our own country and then we and we're doing that. We need to look at people like Michael Lee Chen. I'm sure you know who he is. Yeah. Um, he's he just bought well, a couple of years ago now National Commercial Bank, investing in the Port Antonio area. His people are billionaires, and he's bringing back money into uh, coming back into into Jamaica to invest. So I urge your listening audience to do the very same thing. What is some investing of- in our country? We're a, it's our country, so we really. Oh have yes, to, definitely. 
And if, if someone you if someone is interested in learning about you or getting in contact with you, how would they find you, Glenn? Well, just what's um, your website? Yeah, um, you can always go. Well, of course, my email address gbucknat visit jamaica hyphen usa dot com. But I also well, would urge you to go to our website, which is mm-hmm. visitjamaica dot com. It's a wonderful website. Uh, you can, you know, access all kinds of great information on that site. Uh, there is another website which I'm going to ask you to jot down. If you're looking for figures and statistics and you know things like that, you can for our go, listening audience to to yeah, uh, you make go an to, assessment if Jamaica is a place to invest. What would that site be? That would, you could go to jamaicagovernment.org O-R-G, or go to the um, embassy, the Jamaican embassy in Washington D.C. Just type in Jamaica Jamaica Jamaican embassy, Google Jamaican embassy. And you'll see it displayed on the screen. You can get all kinds of information nowadays on the computer, um, and they'll have a, you know, they'll they'll have a link to you know the to JamPro and and the other entities that you know that are there and, to help. And in closing, what we um what is the one thing that you would like the Jamaicans in the diaspora and people who are interested in Investing and coming to Jamaica. What would you like us to you would um, to remember you by? Uh, Jamaica is a fabulous country, friendly people. You know, I get this all the time from my American friends. So friendly people are, and they go back year after year after year because you know maybe they met somebody down there and you know they had a wonderful time, and they keep going back and you know. Uh, Right. So, so, it's, it, so it's like the motto, the new motto. Once you go, you'll know. Indeed, you'll yeah. You'll know what you know, it's all you, about. That's that's so true. Oh, you know, and people are, pardon me, people are friendly. People are giving, they're welcoming. Um, great, great well, country. Great There's no language barrier. That's a very important uh, thing to remember. It's you very know, important. Um, um, English. Even yeah, in China, um, and the average Chinese who's university educated anyway, they it's mandatory that they do learn English. Right. So no matter where you go, the fact that we have English is our national tongue, that is a major currency in terms of business and economics. Right. So it's a good time to listen, to visit. Jamaica and consider what we can do to make our economy grow. Yeah. Glenn, it was well, wonderful I'd like speaking. to thank you again, Glenn, for, for being with us. And um, I just wish that you have, even with the economic uncertainty, that we have a, a prosperous um, winter season. Now yeah. back to you, uh, Janice. Well, um, well, in closing, I just want to say we, well, we thank you very much for spending some time with us. I'm sure the diaspora will be appreciative of it. You have listed some valuable websites. Um, visit Jamaica.com. If you'd like to learn more about what Chris is doing, it is YourGeniusNetwork.com. And um, we thank you all for listening, and we'll see you next time. Thank okay. you. Thank you, everybody. Thank you so much for having me. Appreciate it. Bye.
When you don't go to Geico.com, car insurance can seem intense. Like breakup R&B intense. I thought you said you love a sweater that I got you. If you didn't, you could have told me. Geico makes it easy. Just go to Geico.com anytime to update or check your policy without all the extra drama. I even had a different. 